inside the 30. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the sixth episode of the Pigskin Project. Um, you know, I'm I'm one half of the of the hosts of this show. It's been a lot of fun doing it so far. Six <laughs> weeks in, I can't believe it. But I'm gonna go ahead and bring in my co-host here, Ben. How are you doing, man? I'm I'm doing good. Uh, it was like you said, Super Bowl finished up. Um, I mean, by now everybody knows the Rams won, but you know, it's been a fun year. I mean, even though we've only covered the last you know six weeks the playoffs of the season um i mean the whole se- the season as a whole was really fun i really enjoyed it um and the ending of that game was was really fun and it came down to the wire um uh, it was kind of a shame that i don't want to say the refs determined kind of how that game went but there were some skeptical calls down the end of that game which is really disappointing specifically the cooper cup um was it holding or pi one of i think it was holding that was just it was a trash call yeah it was bad (laughs) no i'm i'm with you as far as the refs i think it all started really in the second half it was kind of when they looked at each other probably and just realized, Hey, we haven't really been throwing the flag lately. So um, I definitely think that there was a little bit of inconsistencies with penalties and everything. Um, I definitely think that, you know, it was going both ways. I don't think that Mm -hmm. it was rigged one side or the other, as much as either fan base really wants to say it. I mean, T Higgins got really, really, you know, <laughs> he assaulted uh, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. He, oh man, I think that touchdown should have been brought back. Whereas, yeah. you know, there were several different penalties that were brought back. At, I mean, just it went both sides. There were lots of inconsistencies and it summed up a lot of that NFL season that we just finished up with. Yeah, I, I agree. It was, it was fun. Um, and, you know, We'll talk about this during the offseason because um, we got plenty of offseason football ahead of us. And this is something I didn't even really want to talk about until right now. <laughs> Everybody spent so much time talking about, like, and specifically some of you Bears fans. Oh, man. We're like, yeah, offensive line is important, but just focus on surrounding the team with good pieces. Look at no, what the no, Bengals no. did. Bengals got to the Super Bowl with a bad offensive line. I'm gonna, which I'm gonna cut agree. off. I mean, it, right this might here. have been the worst offensive line we've seen in the Super Bowl in the last 20 years. I'm not a fan of cutting you off, but it, please let me just give you lost in the game. Yeah, they no, didn't trust absolutely. the offensive line enough to run the football when you needed a single yard, and also Jamar Chase was streaking down the right sideline, wide open, and if the yeah. offensive line gave him even a second more. Joe Burrow would have hit him for a touchdown. So the offensive line slander 
that I've gotten from this Bengals Super Bowl run is needs to be put to bed. I I I just want to say, okay, to all the Bears fans that think that Chris Olave is going to be the answer to our offense because it worked for Cincinnati. You guys need to stop popping whatever pill you guys are taking because it's not going to work like that. I guarantee you. Now, you know, Cincinnati, that was a great Cinderella story and everything. And I love Chris Olave. I'm an Ohio State fan. And, you know, by all means, I would probably be excited once we get him just because the chemistry is there. But let's be honest, for one, he's going to go within the first two rounds and I will we'll get to a mock draft and another, um, you know, another episode that will come out later this week. We'll kind of, you know, recap that later on. Um, but I will say, you know, I, I just I can't see the Bears just making Ryan. all of a sudden this crazy Super Bowl run just because they have Chris Olave. It's not like it's a Jamar Chase type deal. Chris Olave is not going to go within the top five picks of the draft and everything. It's just not going to happen like that. But anyway, so. So anyway, the, uh, the Rams defeated the Bengals 23 to 20, obviously. Um, But, you know, the NFL honors were also a key piece that, you know, happened within this past week. Um, We hit on a couple of the spots and the awards that were given out last episode but I do want to recap just for those of you that may not know or just because you know we didn't necessarily cover it all um, Jamar Chase ended up winning rookie of the year and offensive rookie of the year Micah Parsons won defensive rookie of the year TJ Watt won defensive player of the year Cooper Cup won offensive player of the year Joe Burrow won comeback player of the year which by the way I think is awesome and then Mike Vrabel won coach of the year um, I guess in my notes, I didn't find it significant enough to put Aaron Rodgers' MVP in there, but he did unfortunately win MVP. Um, <laughs> but with that, uh, we're going to go to weekly news. Um, so Kevin O'Connell and the Vikings agreed to a deal to where Kevin O'Connell will be the new head coach, and both parties seem to be committed to Kirk Cousins long term. Uh, Malcolm Butler has been released from the reserve retired list, which opens the door for a potential return. Um, <laughs> ben, I'm, I'm going to briefly touch on this. Uh, hardly anyone showed up in LA for the Rams victory parade. And I am not surprised whatsoever. That was embarrassing. And I know you probably looked at the pictures at some point within this first couple days or whatever that it's been out. But what were your thoughts when you first saw that? Um, I don't, I think it kind of just shows like there are teams that like kind of own, I don't want to say own the California, but I mean, California is a 49ers state. Like mm-hmm. if you live in California, there's a 90% chance you're a 49ers. I just, I don't really know many Rams fans and, you know, not to shout anybody out particularly, but I would say majority of the fans or Rams fans that I know are kind of bandwagon fans. So it doesn't surprise yeah. me at all. But the one thing that like came out of this whole thing, and I, I don't know if you saw this, was the photographer that fell off the stage. <laughs> that yes. was terrible. And and for anybody who didn't see the photo or the video, it was this photographer taking a picture of Matt Stafford and his wife. Um, and she fell off the stage. And Matt Stafford looked at his wife and said, babe, can you handle that? And walked away. 
Um, <laughs> and I was thinking about this yesterday. Like Matt Stafford, like really needed to do something, like PR wise, to help him because that's a bad look. Because oh, yeah. again, for those who don't know, she ended up breaking her spine. She has a spinal mm. fracture. It's not good. Um, but then today it came out that uh, Matt Stafford and his wife, Kelly Stafford and the Rams are help like paying for her medical expenses and all that. Matthew but, like, Stafford isn't a bad guy. I just think no, he was highly no. intoxicated and he was also worried about <laughs> falling off if he had tried to bend down to help this chick. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, I, I don't think he's a bad guy at all. <laughs> I, the first thing that I did, right, was I, I saw this picture and I'm like, man, like, almost insulted by it because the thing is is i'm a huge fan of the rams being in st louis and i think you know these la fans they've they have the chargers which moved from san diego and they're sharing you know the stadium with the rams which is like almost like the uh the lakers and clippers in your nba which by the way go and check out hooper's haven if you haven't already that's ben's other podcast awesome anyway um you know, I, I just wanted to say though, like, I mean, and I know I might be biased just because, you know, I'm a bears fan, but can you imagine the streets of Chicago? The second, the bears win the super bowl. Like, yeah, I mean, it hasn't happened since 85 and like, I mean, imagine, and I know the Cubs was a huge deal, you know, back in 2016 when they won and they're like a hundred year drought. Um, I think it was like a 107 year drought, but whatever. Um, I just wanted to say, though, I mean, Chicago fans are really, really devoted to their teams, no matter what. I mean, if it's the Bulls, Blackhawks, you know, the Cubs. And, and it's just like, I mean, if you're going to be if, if you're going to have a team, you need to have those devoted fans to be able to show up. And I think it's extremely embarrassing to find out that the 49ers were, you know, their fan base ended up selling more tickets than the Rams. I mean, when you saw that game. Uh, in the NFC championship. I mean, that should have been pretty even that should have been, you know, and I, I I'm really craving MLB action. So I'm going to be, you know, giving <laughs> you a little bit of baseball references, but think about, you know, the crosstown rivalry between the white Sox and the Cubs, you know, that could be something that is comparable to the, you know, 49ers and uh, Rams, for example. I mean, you know, it's just, if, if, if the white Sox were to sell out majority of Wrigley, I would be extremely insulted if I were the owner. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm really biased towards the idea of them moving back to St. Louis. So I would hope that they would move back to St. Louis because for one, I think that they have more devoted fans there. I don't know. No, I, my, my the whole reason that they moved out to LA is, I mean, it's a money thing. I mean, it's always a money thing for these owners and right. they just were not making money in St. Louis. So it's just, it's never going to happen. But I mean, to that point, I mean, again, a little bias here, but I mean, you look at when Philadelphia won the Super Bowl. I mean, the streets were packed. I mean, like, yeah, it was, and it was just, again, it was a little disappointing to see that there were not, <laughs> it's not yeah. shocking, but again, disappointing that there were not that many, um, fans out yeah but anyway so i did want to note um you know moving on lamar jackson is throwing again after his ankle injury so that's good that's a plus we'll be seeing him again next season i wasn't really doubting that but you know noting that uh his you know um process is going up that's or you know going by um in a positive way that's a good note 
Um, and then you also wanted to touch on Aaron Donald and Sean McVay contemplating retirement. Although uh, McVay seems unlikely to go through with it. He seemed very devoted to running it back. He also seemed very intoxicated. Um, but <laughs> Aaron Donald uh, said that he would be more than happy to run it back if they got the same players, but if not, then he's definitely going to contemplate retirement. So I got a, a slight bold take that's not going to go into or affect um, the three bold takes that we have later, but I want to get your opinion on it first. So what do you, what do you got? Yeah. Um, again, I think, I mean, there were small reports about McVay leaving. Um, I don't think I can't foresee that happening for, I mean, another 25 years. I mean, you ask people like who the top five coaches are in the NFL, he's going to consistently be on that list. So like, he's not leaving age doesn't really affect coaching. I mean, we have old like coaches that are in like their seventies coaching. I mean, Pete Carroll's like 74, I think. Um, So I think the Sean McVay, I think that's a little acidine, but the Aaron Donald thing, I I think needs to be touched on a little bit more um, because there were reports and then they asked him if they wanted to run it back. And he goes, if we run it back, I'll come back. And, And that's what he said. He didn't say like, I'm going to come back or any of that stuff. So it's, I think it's more likely than not that he's going to come back. Um, But he didn't really put the rumors to bed, but if he retires, I mean, he's a first ballot hall of famer, even at the age of 30. I mean, yeah, nobody's going to argue that. So I I can't see him retiring right now. Like when the report came out, I just kind of rolled my eyes. Like, dude, like I understand (laughs) Aaron Donald might be contemplating it, but it's like, he's also turning 31 later on this year. Like this guy's got maybe three or four years left in him and in his prime you know I think two years from now I might be like oh okay yeah I remember Aaron Donald like he used to be really good now he's just kind of like okay he's still Aaron Donald but he's not where he used to be the JJ Watt thing yeah that's that's a good spot on yeah but the thing is is Aaron Donald is still destroying the quarterback scene right now so like why would you step away from that other than maybe health concerns or something? But like at the end of the day, you've been dealing with this for how long? So, I mean, why would you step away from that right now after winning a Super Bowl? Like, don't you want another one, you know? Um, but anyway, so the Colts are also expected to cut or trade your boy Carson Wentz this off season. <laughs> ben. Yes. I, like I don't like under like it happens every single time with the with the disgruntled stars uh, you know like the fan base will come out that they're coming from saying like oh no he's actually bad and then you know the new city that's getting it was like we'll see we'll we'll make the best out of him you'll watch it's it's because of you guys and I would say majority of the time it's they're washed they're bad they're not the players that they used to be and this is just that's a classic case and eagles clearly won that trade getting a first round pick from him and now they're probably not going to even get a day two pick for for carson if they end up trading him i'm not surprised yeah Uh, yeah. (laughs) that's just what it is i um one thing i do want to note so who would you rather have Derek carr or carson wentz Derek Carr. Why? Uh, because Derek Carr isn't going to make the stupid mistakes, and Derek Carr has shown that, like, 
he is a leader and like he might be a quiet leader, but Carson Wentz, he's there's too many things about Carson Wentz that just like kind of like he had a whole COVID thing. I don't want to really get into that, but he had a whole kind of fight with the with the organization about COVID and everything with him sitting out and players are split on him. And at the end of the day, they're both probably roughly around the same caliber of quarterback, but one doesn't have the drama behind him. And their car doesn't make the stupid mistakes. Like Carson wants, like he tries to play hero ball like way too much. And that's a huge, huge problem. And I would say majority of the time, it, it just doesn't pay off. And Derek Carr is smart with the football. Can I can I relay some stats? Can we stat watch even though it's one thing that we really frown upon on this podcast? Can I, can I do this for you really quick and set the scene for something and then ask for your decision? Because I'm going to compare Go two it. quarterbacks and I want you to, you know, pick between one or the other okay yep it's pretty even but would you rather have a quarterback that has 3,500 yards 27 touchdowns seven interceptions and a quarterback rating of (laughs) 94.6 I I know I know okay you continue I I know his stats or a quarterback with 4,800 yards, 23 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, or a quarterback rating of 94.0. I, option which A is ironic, or option B? Which is, well, I, I, know who, I know which one Carson is. Um, because I know Carson's stats. Again, I kept with his, uh, I kept up with him. Um, but like the thing we like forget is like, I understand there's 14 interceptions there for Derek Carr. Um, Derek Carr had no weapons. Like, <laughs> who did he throw the ball to? <laughs> Brian right. Edwards, who I doubt. But, like, you look at who he's throwing at. He's throwing it, like, unless you follow the draft, you probably don't know who Brian Edwards is. He was a wide receiver out of uh, South Carolina. I think he was drafted two years ago. Um, and Zay Jones, he's just not throwing the ball to anybody and his offensive line is significantly worse. And Josh Jacobs is a fine running back, but Josh, Jonathan Taylor is better than Josh Jacobs. Like, I think you look at the all around talent behind Derek Carr versus the all around talent behind Carson Wentz. I think he had no excuse to play as bad as he did the last three games of the season. And that's just a fact. I think if you can get Derek Carr some actual real weapons, I think he could be really good. And I mean, you saw that even just last year. See, I I'll, I'll disagree with you here because I think neither quarterback has sufficient weapons to where I think Carson Wentz really hasn't really, I mean, he hasn't had much to work with his whole career. I mean, you know, Philly, what did he, who did he have to work with then, you know? Um, uh, well, he had, he had an Alshon Jeffrey who at the time during the Super uh, Bowl season w- was, was, 
performing very well. He had the top offensive line or a top offensive line. He had at the again at the time debatably the top tight end in the entire game of football in Zach Ertz. Like I don't, I no. I, I think with the time he has to throw, no. and no, I don't I don't know. I I, I just disagree. He has he has a great offensive line. I, I I'll give you that. But I'm just saying, I don't know. I, I feel like when Michael Pittman's your best wide receiver, like you could probably deal, you know, you, you could probably get better for this quarterback to make it a oh, better situation. I'm not I'm not saying that they have this amazing situation, but Michael Pittman is better than <laughs> better than Brian. I guess he had Hunter Renfro, but I mean Hunter Renfro is a like mid-range specialist. Is I mean he made the Pro Bowl him. this year. I know. Again, I th- again, mid rate. He works in the middle of the field fine, but he's not gonna like. He's not gonna do anything special. He's he's short yeah. and he's not like blazing speed. Well, guess what? T. Y. Hilton is a very fast guy, and Mike uh and Michael Pittman is huge. <laughs> yeah, I just no. I, I I I I don't like it. I think Carson Wentz has one of the worst pocket presence of any quarterback that I've ever seen. <laughs> like he runs and scrambles the ball like way, way before what he should. Like it's his pocket presence is terrible. Like as soon as he feels any bit of pressure, he runs. And quite honestly, he's a runway one read quarterback. He looks at Michael Pittman or T.Y. Elton and <laughs> does not do a good job reading the field. Um, no, I – I, I can I can understand what you're trying to say though. Um, you know, I, I definitely can you know at least hear you out as far as like the one read quarterbacks and everything because Mitch Trubisky was actually one of those that um, you know I I just I don't know I, I as as for Carson Wentz I feel like there's a lot of hope for him I I think you know it's just. I, I don't know, man. Carson Wentz, he's he's got a lot going for him, but at the same time, he could have more. And I, I just feel like people are already shutting down before, you know. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think Carson's got, you know, he, he he could get a better situation. And I'm excited to see what he can do after this offseason um, and who he lands with. I think he could be an elite backup. Um, you know, I, I would take him certainly over Nick Foles or Andy Dalton for my bears. But as far as, you know, that goes, I am going to have to cut it off here. Um, but we will be talking instead about Kyler Murray. Now, Ben, you said that there were some new news related to the drama that's going on with Kyler Murray. Um, for those that don't know, Kyler did go ahead and delete all of his Cardinal stuff. Um, there were rumors that he wanted to go to, green bay that i heard which terrified me but ben what do you what do you got that's not gonna happen that's these are we don't know what's going on people i don't understand we're like like again it, people are spitballing ideas and it's it's terrible people need to quit speculating um but again for anybody who wasn't really following or didn't hear last episode he deleted everything off of his social media um but then it came out today or I guess it was it today, it was a few days ago, that um, he feels that he's not getting the support that he needs from the organization 
and that he's kind of like the scapegoat of everything. And then the organization is saying that he needs to take more responsibility and quit pointing fingers at everybody. Um, and it just, it, they just sound like two five-year-olds like fighting. And it's just, I think Kyler Murray probably needs to act a little more professional about the whole situation. Um, but also on the flip side, the Rams kind of just need to quit stirring the pot. He's your franchise quarterback and guys like this doesn't come around every day. So sometimes you got to suck it up. I mean, look at what the Packers are doing. Your quarterback's going to bring drama. I don't understand why. I think this is getting blown out of proportion way too much. But that's just my opinion on the whole situation. As a Bears fan, why can't a organization just appreciate a good quarterback when they have one? You know, exactly. <laughs> like, man, those things come around like once in every like couple decades man i mean who was your last franchise quarterback like uh oh my gosh i i know that he's you know uh, an, an all-time you know he's a big name uh carson uh what's his name you know what i'm thinking about carson it's always palmer. yeah carson palmer yeah you know it's <laughs> bad when i can't even think about it but like carson palmer i mean he wasn't necessarily a terrible quarterback but like, oh, he I would definitely quarterback. He was decent. Um, I would definitely take Kyler over him, but I don't know if that's a bold take or not. <laughs> um, anyway, so Ben, do you have anything else for Kyler Murray before we move on? Um, no. Again, just your point. You just got to appreciate the quarterbacks you have, because I mean, at the end of the 2017 season, um, it looked destined that. Carson Wentz was going to be an MVP candidate for the next 15 years. Um, and then not only a year and a half later, he, he got traded and now is looking to maybe going to his third team. So yeah. just appreciate the quarterback talent you have. Um, Give the man what like he wants said. too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Some still. Just... <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. So. Um, to kick off the off season, uh, this is definitely something that me and Ben are are looking forward to. Um, we're doing what is called, you know, instead of our typical pigskin pick'em because there aren't any games for the next two hundred or so days. Um, you know, it brings a tear to my eye, but the off season is going to be a good one, I believe. And so, with that, um, we have our off season pigskin pick'em which is our NFL free agency edition. And that um, will basically how we'll handle it is uh, it's going to go by position. And so today, um, because it's such a good class uh, for, of free agents with wide receivers, um, we're going to take some of the biggest names, line them up and predict where we think that they're going. Okay. So um, first off, we're going to start off with wide receivers and go with Devonte Adams. Now, Ben, where do you think that Devonte Adams could go? Um, again, this is what I said in the last episode. I honestly, I, 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 I think most of these wide receivers looking at the list are probably honestly just gonna be franchise tagged I yeah. mean, as boring as it is. I mean, going down this list, I mean, I think Allen Robinson is leaving for sure. Mm -hmm. 
And I think Mike Williams is leaving for sure. But a lot of these top wide receivers, I think, are just going to get franchise tagged. Yeah. But, um, Devon, I, I, to that point, I think Devontae Adams is getting – I think Devontae Adams and Chris Godwin are both going to get franchise tagged. Oh, yeah. No, I think I think Devontae Adams and Chris Godwin was our next one too. So, um, you know, but I definitely think Devontae Adams is getting franchise tagged. I do think that he's going to be the type of player to kind of sit out until he gets that contract extension because he knows like in his age, I believe he's 27. Um, he will be looking at, you know, this is his big payday, basically. Um, this is his big break. And you know, whether or not he decides to, you know, break out of Green Bay or not, and might not necessarily be up to him. Um, you know, I think that, that franchise tag is going to come in handy for Green Bay, but it's whether or not they can get that extension with the current cap situation that they're in and still be able to man or maintain Aaron Rodgers, which is also a huge contributor to uh, the whole Devontae Adams situation in general. Um, as far as my prediction for what Chris Godwin has going on for him, <laughs> Um, I did think about the franchise tag, but at the same time, I'm not entirely sure just because, I mean, he is a good candidate and I will, I will say, um, you know, he'll either get straight out re-signed by the Buccaneers and then they'll utilize that franchise tags elsewhere. Um, or in my opinion, he won't get free franchise tags and he will go to either Jacksonville and I'm, I promise you, I'm not bringing in that much bias to this, but Chicago, that's the second option. <laughs> um, the dream scenario for Chicago fans and people are going absolutely crazy because Getsy is our offensive coordinator, but we're not getting Devonte Adams. I don't care who you I think don't know you are. where that came from. I don't we like are that. not. They're just like, oh, but he's got a good connection with them and he's a free agent, blah, blah. Green Bay will do literally anything in their power to make sure that their star wide receiver, the greatest in the game right now, um, bold take, I guess. Uh, but Devontae Adams is not coming to Chicago. If anything, not coming to Chicago. I think that there's a greater chance of him going to Detroit than Chicago. Um, you know, so that's another thing, but moving on, you said Mike Williams is leaving. So where, where do you have him going? Um, again, I'm just going to, I'm going to kind of just throw out teams that I feel like he fits for. I'm not going to pick one specific team because as we know, free agency never goes as planned. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, you just look at teams just around the league that are really needing this big body wide receiver that can go up and get them. Um, a fit that I personally like a lot is the Ravens. Um, we'll see how they get, how it is with cap because they only have $3 million in cap space, but, um, they really, I, I know they drafted Bateman this past year. He, not quite what everybody wanted in his fit alongside Hollywood Brown would just be amazing. Right. Um, but again, the, other teams, I mean, you have the Jags and in the Browns, who both desperately need number one wide receivers because I doubt Landry even stays. I, I don't think I think they're going to cut him. I think he's waking or making way too much money. Um, so I think he's going to get cut. <laughs> so I think the Browns are also another team to watch out for a lot of these wide receivers. Um, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll say Ravens, Jags, and uh, Browns. I actually have the Browns as one of them. 
Um, I'm going to save the other option just for later, uh, just because it's literally the next wide receiver um, yeah. that, you know, <laughs> could go there. But um, I think you're right with the whole Browns thing and how they need a wide receiver one um, Jarvis Landry. I mean, I, I disagree. I think that they're going to keep him just because he's been around for so long and he's kind of devoted to Cleveland. Um, so I think, you know, I, I think he's going to stay. Um, you know, Mike Williams, for some reason, I think the, uh, the jets popped up in my head. Uh, he seems like the type of receiver that would go to New York and just completely just flatline as far as his stats. Um, but yeah, I have the Browns as like my number one option. Um, I know the bears are also getting a lot of hype from Mike Williams. And I do think that he could potentially fit with Justin Fields, but I just don't see it happening. Um, but speaking of uh, receivers I don't see, you know, going to Chicago or in this case, staying in Chicago, Allen Robinson. Um, I will say this, um, you know, because Allen Robinson's been getting a lot of hate and I will definitely stand by Allen Robinson because here's what I think happened. Matt Nagy is an awful head coach. And with that comes an awful offense, especially when you are an offensive minded coach. Bill Lazor, uh, he's still primarily focused on, well, I mean, not still, but he was primarily focused on their rookie quarterback and develop, or developing him and utilizing him to the best of his ability to the point to where he's like, oh, crap, I have this awesome wide receiver that I just kind of sat on the sideline, basically. Um, I definitely think that this past year was just kind of like a filler year for Allen Robinson. Um, he kind of took things easy just because he knew that eventually his big payday was going to come and he couldn't afford another season ending injury like he had in Jacksonville. Um, but I will say as far as Allen Robinson goes, I'm not going to sit here and think that I can, you know, repeat exactly what he's been thinking. Cause I don't know, but I will definitely say the coaches did not utilize that wide receiver room to the best of their ability um, I mean, think about Daz Newsome. I mean, he is a great prospect and he didn't get his first look until like, I think it was Seattle, um, that, which was, I think, week 15 of the regular season. So um, that, that, that coaching staff was just clueless, flat out. And I think with Allen Robinson, it's a clear indicator considering how he wasn't used properly in that offense. So with that, I have him going to either Indianapolis or New England. And New England was that other team that Mike Williams could potentially go to. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just really want to see him go to a team that has like an established, good, solid quarterback. Yeah. Um, because he has just not played <laughs> with that in his career. Like, do I think Justin Fields will do that later on in two to three, four, five, whatever years with the Bears? absolutely next year yeah no i mean it could even be next year but he it is next year that. he, Telling he you. wasn't he wasn't <laughs> even that he wasn't even that this year and he just he's never played with a like a high-end quarterback um so i think it'll be really interesting to see where he goes um that being said um <laughs> after all of that talk um about alan robinson playing for a good quarterback I think he's probably not, or I don't think it's probably going to happen. <laughs> Sadly, I think he'll probably end up going to the Jets. <laughs> the Jets? Oh, no. 
again, I think he's a do-it-all wide receiver. We'll see. I think he might just be fed up with playing with bad quarterbacks and might say, screw off Jets. But I think I think they'll offer him. Oh, yeah. I think he's like, going to get offers from a lot of different teams. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, but the next one, I think this one's pretty flat-out obvious, but OBJ. I just have him going to the Rams again. Like, he's going to resign, and they're going to try to run it back, but it's not going to work. What do you think? I see it gets tricky because I probably would have had him at a different team um, going somewhere else. But I I think after his ACL tear – oh, we didn't touch on that. He tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. Shoot, we forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> That's a shame, man. It really like, Seriously. Is. Um, but with his ACL tear, I think he's just going to kind of want to stay where he's at and whether that's like it'll probably be a short-term deal, like a one or two year deal. But it, like you said, I think he'll probably just stay. Yeah, I think that's the main reason too. But uh, Michael Gallup is the next one. And I, the, the way that I did this too, because Gallup, uh, he was hurt at the end of the season, right? Yeah, he tore his meniscus. Yeah, uh, MCL or ACL, ACL. Um, so he's one of those candidates for the Bears that I think that they they'll at least look at and offer, but he, they're not going to get it. Instead, he's going to go to a division rival, and that being Detroit, which actually is going to be a pretty, in my opinion, a pretty deadly team next year. But what what's your thoughts? Um, again, it's the same. He, he's he's basically a, um, a Mike Williams. He's a Mike Williams light. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could have really gotten stuff done this next off season because he's never been, uh, or this next season because he's never been in the wide receiver one role. He's always been wide receiver two behind Amari Cooper, and even at some points wide receiver three behind Cooper and CD Lamb. Um, so I was really looking forward to seeing how he played as a number one uh, receiver all year. Um, so Sammy got hurt, but he's again for anybody who doesn't know much about him, he's in the same vein as Mike Williams. He's big, he'll go up and get it. Um, I think he'll probably go to the Patriots, okay. Um, and then Christian Kirk. Now, if you follow <laughs> this, this is me, your guy, this yeah, is, yeah, if you follow me on Twitter for the love of God. He better go to Chicago. This better be like, and I know the offensive line is the main problem, right? But when you only have one wide receiver on the books, you got to go after a wide receiver. And the Chicago Bears better talk to Christian Kirk the second that he gets out the door in Arizona. So I have him either returning to Arizona or sticking with Chicago. (laughs) Yeah, and for those who aren't aren't quite following what's going on, uh, we're going to give you guys a list of like, the top receivers or the top players at the position, uh, which we just did with uh, Malika Gallup and up. And then me and Ryan are going to kind of give you who we think like who are favorite players at the position that aren't getting talked enough about. Um, yeah. Obviously Christian just heard him <laughs> talk oh. about Christian Kirk. Let me just say he's a very, very underrated option, and I think him and Justin Fields can make some magic happen, especially with Darnell Mooney on the other side. Oh, my God. If they were to – all I'm asking for, all I'm asking for, keep Daz Newsome on the roster, right? 
then you obviously extend Darnell Mooney because he's doing fantastic. And I think there's only, I mean, it's only up from here. You sign Christian Kirk and then you get somebody in the draft. That wide receiving room. Oh, I'd love it so much, (laughs) but go ahead. Uh, Some of the wide receivers I'm more interested, which I could also really see uh, this guy going to Chicago. This just picked up like three days ago. And it really hurts me because I want him to come to my Eagles is DJ Chark. I think he's going to probably make 10-ish million a year. So he's going to be cheaper. But again, I think he puts up good stats when he's healthy. That's uh, when, obviously, it's important. He's kind of been in and out of injury since he's been drafted. But he's tall. Like, he's like 6'3", 6'4", and is fast. Um, and I'm sure I will talk about him a lot through the entire draft process. But he reminds me of... Um, Again, North Dakota State's wide receiver, uh, Christian Watson. So if you want DJ Chark or uh, get Christian Watson, and if you don't want to waste the pick on Christian Watson, get DJ Chark. Um, I really like DJ Chark. And another player that I think nobody really even knows, uh, he's a wide receiver out of Indy. His name is Zach Pascal. I think he's a really mm-hmm. good like fourth wide receiver. Um, he had like 800 yards this year or 800 snaps this year he had how many yards i think he probably had 500 ish yards this year um and again he's big and he's fast those are he's, a couple guys good. i really like i i'm not gonna lie to you i you know i signed um what was that other guy not chark you just talked about him i don't know why zach pascal on. yeah zach pascal i signed actually zach pascal and um i think it was actually michael gallup in my Madden franchise mode that I was playing. Um, yeah. And it worked out pretty well with the whole Darno Mooney thing. So that's also another, yeah. you know, I think he fits um, the scheme. Oh, ab- yeah. No, I think, I think it'll be fun. So um, another one that we haven't really talked about um, is Juju. He's, he's, he's literally been hurt all year. <laughs> he he's signed leaving. a one-year deal. I, I know he's leaving, but he, he signed a one-year deal. Um, and then like in the first or second game, he got hurt. So he, he's, he's going to go somewhere. I think honestly, he's either going to go to the chiefs or the Cowboys. Those are the two mm-hmm. teams that have really shown interest in him. And those are the two teams he has really shown interest in. So I think oh, it'll dear be the God. Cowboys or, yeah, yeah, it's sad. It'll be you the know, Cowboys or chiefs, but if he goes to the chiefs, him and Jackson Mahomes are going to make so many TikToks together. And I'm just not, Oh, that would it. be fun. I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> but all right so we're gonna move on um, um so what was that uh so this isn't again this is a this player is not a free agent this year but um a player that we really need to start kind of talking about in the same vein as free agents is calvin ridley he's just mm-hmm. not gonna be on the falcons next year He's, um, oh yeah, he's, he's also a big threat for Bears. I mean, oh, you know, absolutely. Every any every team in the NFL would see, love I to have always, this guy. I would rather have a player that's available via free agency. That way, we can lock down a younger guy uh, for a longer he's term. Young. Calvin Ridley's twenty-seven, bro. He's the <laughs> that's, same. I, <laughs> I mean, that's that's young, yes. But I'm talking. I mean, Christian Kirk, for example, is twenty-six. That's one year younger. That's one more year of, you know, uh, I, I think that Christian Kirk, we haven't even seen his prime yet, in my my opinion. 
Um, yeah, but when we've seen Calvin Ridley's prime, I mean, he's putting up like a thousand two hundred yards. I I really like him. I think I think he's going to be a Philadelphia Eagle. Him and Jalen Hurts have a really good connection. I think he'll be an Eagle, and it's going to be great. And he'll you'll be able to sign him next year, anyways. And he's on a cheap contract this year because he's still on his rookie deal. Right. So I think wherever he goes, you also need to keep an eye out for Riley Ridley, as that could potentially <laughs> be some kind of negotiating tactic for the next off season. If yeah. that makes sense. Like, well, we brought in your brother, but you know. Anyway, I really liked him too coming out of college, Riley. Me too. Just a he shame. Get just enough... a shame. Yeah, he didn't get a chance. Um, <clears throat> Nagy, <clears throat> you suck. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so college corner, right? Uh, you know, if you listen weekly, you know that Ben has his normal college corner. Well, I'm deciding that I'm going to put an end to that at least temporarily because <laughs> we're we're going to we're going to make that its own type of episode and we're going to do mock drafts every week um in addition to this episode that you're listening to right now so yeah. um what you'll probably see in Spotify or Apple Podcasts whichever one you guys are listening to right now or or YouTube um you know college corner will be its own episode and you can find that in um, you know, whatever channel, whatever site you, that you're listening to. So it will be out, um, you know, this Friday at noon, as well as this one. So just wanted to let you know, we are skipping over that one right now. Um, I'm going to try my best to make a note of that for future episodes as well. But we will just be going straight on to three bold takes from here. So yeah, very excited about this one. Um, I I think, man, I came up with this one. Um, I, I'm just going to start out with three bold takes for me. But I, I came up with this one the second that the Kyler Murray stuff came out. And I think that it's just going to make you laugh because it's so stupid that it's funny. Um, so the beef with Kyler Murray is real. I mean, we talked about it and everything. Um, you know, the ownership and everything. It's just... It doesn't look that good, right? Well, nothing's going to come out of that. And the reason why he deleted his old Cardinal stuff is because they're getting a new look, baby. They're getting new uniforms. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Tell me the other two takes because (laughs) I don't think you have anything. Tell me the other two takes. (laughs) (laughs) I have stuff to back that one up, actually, but it's all right. Tell me the other two takes. <laughs> I I was with you the first part of that. I'm like, yeah, I don't think anything will come from that. And then just bam. <laughs> New uniforms, baby. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, the Eli Apple pick from the Giants was worse than the Mitch Trubisky pick. Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> and then Rob Gronkowski should not retire. Instead... And I know we'll be touching on tight ends eventually, but he should go back to New England. Go play with Tom Brady Jr. You just... Retire Mm. a Patriot. Finish where you started. Come on, Ben. All right. I agree with the Eli Apple pick. Eli Apple's a bum. Um, he's, He's a bum, so I agree. Um... The Cardinals thing is interesting. <laughs> it's going to add, we didn't touch on this either. Shoot. Oh, 
uh, Tom Brady might not officially officially be retired. He's retiring, <laughs> dude. He's retiring. He, no, he's, no, oh, he's retired. But they asked him on a podcast. They're like, hey, like, would you ever come back? And he goes, yeah, I'd be open to coming back. And then it started a whole hailstorm of Tom Brady's coming back. And then people close to Tom Brady said he'd be willing to come back and mentor Mac Jones. And dude, so it's gonna be a Brett freaking Favre Gronk situation. goes if, if Gronk goes to I, I don't think I don't think he'll come back, by the way. But if Gronk goes to the back to the Patriots, it's just gonna cause that I'm not ready for the hail fire that Patriots fans are going to rain down on us. If Gronk goes back, it's just, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be toxic for that reason. Please tell me about your Cardinals take. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Um, I, uh, JJ Watt released a TikTok, right? And he was talking about the whole Kyler Murray situation and everything. And he said something about a new look and it might just be about his social media page He might just be because, you know, he knows Kyler and wants, you know, Kyler just wants some kind of, um, you know, fresh start almost. And it's not necessarily a new team, but JJ Watt basically just said like, yeah, he just wants a new look. And what that tells me is new look, a teammate's in on it, but obviously this teammate doesn't want to leave Arizona because if he wanted to leave Arizona after one year, I don't think he would have left Houston in the first place. So I think, because there's other people that are involved and I don't believe JJ Watt is the only person that's involved um, kind of teasing the idea of this quote, new look, the Cardinals are getting new uniforms, man. And I think they're going to be sick. I think basically what you're going to be looking at is essentially uh, almost like the Falcons new uniforms, but like way cooler and doesn't look like XFL. I don't know if you knew the whole JJ Watt stuff or whatever, but ben. well, when I think when he was saying that the whole new look thing, I think it was back to what I was saying in the other episode. I just think it's more of a new look on Instagram. Like I don't think I think you're reading too far into it. Nope, it's new uniforms without a doubt. New uniforms. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, what are your three bold takes? Because mine just kind of sucked this week. <laughs> um mine are all i have two draft related ones which there's one specifically i think i there's one specifically i want you to pick but i'm not gonna tell you which one it is um i have two draft related ones and then one like current nfl one i think aj trell is the most slept on cornerback slash defensive player in the entire league like nobody's talking about him but he's played very 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 well this year and still is not getting the love that he deserves. Um, my next one, I think, uh, again, my guy, Jermaine Johnson, I think he's going to go way higher than what people expect. I don't think, I'm not going to say it's going to be like a clean, clean feral type pick of two, three years ago, but I think people are projecting him like mid teens, early twenties. I think he, I think they're going to be shocked. I think I'll probably go in the top 10. Um, and then also, I don't, people are making so much of this draft class being very bad for the QB position. And I think this QB position is getting way too much hate. And I think this QB position in this draft class is really, really going to shock some people in five years. 
Mm. Yeah, no, I want to talk about the draft class and how bad it is because I don't think it's good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll get to draft season because draft is my thing. Again, I live, uh, breathe, and sleep draft. So we talk about these pro-ready quarterbacks. I think you have one in this draft. I think Kenny Pickett can come and start right away. I'm not a fan of Kenny Pickett. What? He's the next Brown. He'll compete with Baker, and then Baker will throw fit, and then Baker will get traded to, like, Washington. That's what I'm saying. So I think he's ready to compete right away. Um. And, and, and I think more so than anything else, I think the reason that this uh, – plug your ears, by the way, uh, curse word ahead. I think the reason people are shitting on this QB draft class is because this isn't – you don't have a Joe Burrow, a Jamar Chase, uh, Tua in this class, but by no means it's, it's a bad class. I think they're like very high-level potential quarterbacks in this class. Malik Willis, if he can get into the right program and succeed, can be Josh Allen. I mean, this dude is going to run a sub like four or five in the 40. And I mean, he has a, like Eric said a few weeks ago, I mean, dude has a, like literally a cannon attached to his arm. He's a huge arm. He can run. But I mean, my favorite quarterback is a quarterback out of Nevada named Carson Strong. I mean, Carson Strong is a very good quarterback. And I feel that if he didn't have one major problem that'll get into, we would talk about him in the same vein we would have with Justin, uh, Justin Herbert. Right. I mean, Carson strong is uh, (laughs) ironically enough has a very strong arm. He reads the field amazingly. Uh, I mean, he goes through his progressions, one, two, three, four with nobody. I mean, do you know anybody from Nevada? (laughs) No. no, I mean he plays with a wide receiver. He'll get drafted this year. Uh, this year his name is Romeo Dubs. But besides that, he's not playing with anybody. But he reads through his progressions. Awesome. He has a huge arm, um, and I mean he has uh, not to over exaggerate, but has like the best pocket presence of any quarterback that I've seen coming out of the draft in the last five years. This dude has like eyes on the back of his head. Literally, the only reason he's not getting talked about in this, which which is valid, but the only reason he's not getting talked in the same vein as Justin Jefferson or as uh, Justin Herbert is because of his knee problem. Okay. And for those who don't know, he he has a a really bad, uh, he had a bad knee problem in um, high school and it uh, messed up his cartilage in his knee. I'm sure you know all about that. Yeah. Um, but for those who don't know what cartilage is, it's kind of like the stuff that's in between the bones that uh, keep them from rubbing up against each other. And so his he has like a degenerative knee problem. His knees are like wearing away at each other. Um, mm. And you, I mean, you saw that affect him in this season. His first six games, he played very well. And then after the first six games, he started slowing down. He wasn't throwing it in the same motion he used to. He was kind of scared to plant on that knee. Um, so you saw it kind of affect him in the last few games of the season, but he he got a cadaver cartilage in his knee. So he just got surgery to fix that. So I, I, I think there's like high, high, high level potential from this draft class. 
but nobody wants to talk about it because these guys aren't going to start right away. These guys are going to need to sit back and learn from somebody. But Matt Corral has, again, his upside is a Deshaun Watson light. Malik Willis could be Josh, um, Josh Allen. Carson Strong could be a Justin Herbert level quarterback. Um, they just have the potential, but nobody can come in and start at an elite level right now. So everybody is really poo-pooing on this quarterback draft class. I I will say, um, after all of the talk on you know the quarterbacks and everything, you make a good point. I do think Kenny Pickett. Um, I I like Kenny Pickett a lot actually. I think that he's gonna be pretty good. Um. <laughs> However, I I'm gonna make a I'm I'm gonna bounce off of your bold take and and make one for mine, but it's gonna sound crazy at first. But I mean, once you look at it, it's not gonna be too nuts. Um, a quarterback's not gonna go within the top fifteen. And I I, I <laughs> I'm I'm gonna stop here. I'm not gonna even let you continue saying that thought. Um, who's gonna take the more him? you dig? The Panthers are in desperate need of a quarterback, and so are the um, Washington Commanders. I promise you one of those two guys will pick a quarterback. And the I more mean, you dig into the draft, the more you dig into the draft, I promise that, like, you'll, you'll see that. Like, a quarterback's going in the top 15. It, like, I guarantee you it'll happen. I mean, the, the Browns might shock somebody and take Kenny Pickett. Hey, um, you know what? You know what? I'm going to cut you off there because guess what? Everybody else that wants to find out when we project these quarterbacks can go to the other episode and listen in on our mock draft. <laughs> That's like totally true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right. to, one more thing with the Kenny Pickett point, and we'll do a deep dive into these different positions uh, the more we get into the offseason. But I, I don't like Kenny Pickett. I like he, he's pro ready. I don't see the upside. I think at the highest level he's going to play it. He's going to play a Derek Carr um that's ironic though yeah but that's at a stopgap quarterback yeah exactly and i'm not taking a stopback quarterback in in, that high um ironically talking about uh nevada's quarterback carson strong kenny pickett has like carson wentz level pocket presence it's terrible i mean some of the worst pocket presence i've seen in the last five years can it be worse than josh rosen I mean, he would give him a a, a real. Oh my god! Money. Okay. I mean, he he he's a run read quarterback, just like Carson is. Um, he runs like way too early, and like a real concern that nobody's talking about with Kenny Pickett is his hand size. Everybody's like, "Oh, he's wearing gloves. It's okay. <laughs> he's used. He's he's used to wearing gloves. Hand size isn't that big of a deal." There's been there's no active quarterback in the NFL with under eight inch hands that Kenny Kenny Pickett has under eight inch hands. There's no active quarterback in the NFL that has under eight inch hands, and the last quarterback to have eight inch hands and be successful was Michael Vick, and he's no Michael Vick. And you really saw how his small hands affected him down there at the Senior Bowl. It was raining down there, and I mean he was really struggling get the he's really struggling to get these balls out on time he's short arming a lot of these they're slipping out of his hands i think people are not talking enough about how small those dude's hands are well you can get all of that and more in our next episode 
I will oh, have yeah. to cut you off there because I'm Absolutely, excited for this yeah. next segment, which is our gridiron goofs animal draft. Okay. <laughs> this one I I came up with just kind of on the spot. Um, basically what we'll do, we have four positions on each side of the ball. Okay. And basically or, out are of, we not doing tight end? No, we're going to count that in as like a wide receiver, I guess. So like right. basically animals, right? You get to pick any kind of animal, anything for these, these four positions on each side of the ball. So we have quarterback, running back, wide receiver, offensive line, linebacker, safeties, cornerbacks, and defensive line. Okay. And we're just going to assume like, for example, if you were to pick say, and I'm not going to say that I will, but let's just say that you pick like a dog for right. Because dogs can be fast or something. Just kind of assume that they can catch and hold a ball. Okay. Like in their mouths or something, just Use your imagination, okay? We like to get creative here and think outside of the box. So um, with that being said, um, you know, oh, and, and let's just note, um, okay, I'm going to throw a little wrench in the plans, and I'm assuming that you were thinking this already, but if, if one of us, okay, and we didn't talk about this prior, I just came up with this on the spot. If one of us says, for example, a monkey, right? Um, it's a draft. You can't pick him again. Yeah, you can't pick them again, but I will say gorillas and monkeys are completely different. So gorillas they, can count. They absolutely are. Okay. Well, Ben, I'm going to open it up with you being the person that, you know, I just kind of spun this on and everything. I'm going to let you get the first pick. Um, right. Yeah. What you got? <laughs> we're, we're fitting to get the easy one out of the way here. I mean, I would be wrong to not pick this. We're, we're, we're getting the cheetah, and we're putting the cheetah at my wide receiver spot. Wide receiver? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean there, there is an NFL player with the nickname Cheetah. I mean, Tyreek Hill's going off. You can't not put the cheetah at the position that the cheetah plays at. Just okay. Saying. Okay. So, for mine, uh, my, first, my first overall pick – I'm going to start with defense because here up here in the Chicago land area, defense is pretty crucial. And because of that, um, I am going to say for my defensive line, I'm going to put gorillas up there. I was scared you were going to do that. Because the first thing that comes to mind when it comes to gorillas is, I mean, you make one mad, they're going to get through whatever. And uh, the player that I can com- compare that to is Aaron Donald. He's built like a gorilla and he can, I mean, he will maul you. So there we go. Ben, what's your next pick? Um, I mean, and by the way, I have the perfect defensive line. Now I don't even have to worry about it, but I mean, we're going to counter your defensive line with the most mean bear out there. My offensive line is going to be polar bears, polar bears. Polar bears are vicious, man. Okay. I okay. Since we're going off of specific kind of bears, right? Well, um, I well, I, I think I, I think there's a big difference between yeah, I, again, I, I think there's a difference between a polar bear and a black bear and a honey bear. Like I think it's different, like you know, we're going to use this because I don't think you're going to use a snake. I think it's a difference between like 
I'm going to have a Viper and I'm going to have a Cobra. Like, that's <laughs> stupid. Like, that's getting too, like, semantic. But, like, I feel like there's a big enough difference to separate a polar bear and a black bear. Yeah. So. Um. So, with with mine, right? Um. Okay. Here's, oh, man. I'm I'm really trying to brainstorm as far as fast animals because really all of the my remaining positions are almost um you know what no I just realized I still have linebackers. Mm-hmm. Um I really hope you're not gonna go a certain way here. Okay. Cause the way that I can think about this, right? Um trying to think here you know what i i have a trade to offer you you ready we're gonna do draft day trades just for this one i will trade you this pick for the next two picks isn't it your pick it is my pick but i will i will trade my current pick for the next oh no i guess that doesn't make much sense because that would mean okay I no, yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's fine, whatever. We're gonna You'd pretend like that, that. That that means I would get three back to back picks. No, yeah, let's not yeah, do that. It wouldn't, it wouldn't <laughs> be worth it. Yeah. Um, okay, with oh man, I'm really trying to think. Okay, I'm looking this up right now, and something that that people I, I guess they won't know what this is. Um so basically there's a northern american antelope that can run and it's the fast or yeah. the second fastest uh animal on the planet or at least land animal on the planet yeah um it's called the pronghorn and it's a type of antelope okay and that's gonna be my running back um i respect that i respect that because it can run at 55 miles per hour and your cheetah can run with 75 so <laughs> um you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do that. Just gonna have the antelope at running back because it's number two and you know, whatever. Yeah. See, you know, and and to your point, I want to get these, I want to get this before they come off the board here. Um, Give me a rhinoceros as a defensive line. Okay. Dude, those bad boys, if they charge that shit, there's nothing stopping them. I think my gorilla could beat up your polar bear. So I think I think our defenses are pretty good already, even though we haven't really picked much of it. Um, mm. As for my offensive line, though, now I need to find something that fights a rhino. And at first I was like, maybe a panda. Like pandas are pretty big, but like they're also freaking adorable and I can't see a panda being upset. So um, my, okay, I will see, say a and, little and Now that story. I've already picked an offensive line, I, I was going to tell you my thought processes was going to be an elephant there, but I think mm. they're too slow. And also I think they're too big to the point that you can just go between their legs. Ah, uh, yeah, no, here's what I'm going to do though. My offensive line is going to be hippos. I like that. That's like, that's a solid, that's a because that's solid hippos. Yeah. Hippos are pretty dangerous, man. I like hippos. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Give me hippos. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right. So you have running back, quarterback, um, linebacker, safety, and corner. 
to yeah. pick. Um, might... We will recap our teams, by the way. Just wanted to note. As we did I already do. say, did I, uh, did, did I say what my backer was already? You did not. I, uh, give me the lion. Give me the king of the jungle. I, <sighs> I, need, I need a leader of the defense, and that's exactly what the king of the jungle is going to do. Okay. Um, see, I almost – oh, man, I don't know. Because oh, – okay, I feel like – and I've listened back to our podcast and everything. I feel like I talk way too much when I'm trying to think on the spot of different things when we're doing drafts <laughs> and stuff. So I'm sorry about that. For people that could complain about that, my bad. Um, for my linebacker, I almost picked Gorilla. Um, Rhino is a great pick for you for defensive mm-hmm. line, but I think a linebacker would have also been good there. Um, You know, ah, oh man. I'm trying to think. Okay, here's what I'll do. Um, I want I want a physical... Oh, yeah. I, I really can't think of anything. Um, Let's see here. I'm, I'm trying... I'm trying so hard, dude. I really am. Dude, I already know where I'm going with this. Come on now. I I just okay. Here's what I'll do then. What I what I this is going to be an unpopular pick. Oh man, what is that? Um I I have it. I have it. No, never mind. No, I don't. Because that's that's too small of an animal. I was gonna say warthog, because like that's pretty dude, big. Because tiny, I was thinking of Pumbaa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh man, because here's the thing with linebackers, you want something that can catch and something that can also like stop a run, for example, right? Um, so with that, I don't know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put orangutan in its own group, and that's how that's who I'm gonna pick for your linebacker, yeah, just because. It can be fast or it can also be slow. I think that they can be bigger. They can be stronger. Um, and I think just, I don't know. It's not going to be a lion. A lion was going to be my pick. You, you totally stole that from me. But <laughs> I looked at a lion and I was like, man, that's going to be my next pick. And then you're like, no, I'm going to pick lion. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Anyway, uh, what's your next pick? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and think of my next stuff. So go for it. Don't you? I've already. I'm. I'm already up and ready here. We're being. We're being smart about this, and I think we probably should have put this caveat in for the offense because this would have been unfair to have this type of animal in the offense. Uh, that being said, dude, give me a shoe bill bird as my safety. These bad mm. boys have an eight wing or an eight foot wingspan that you're not you're not getting any you're not passing on the shoe bill bird here okay it's just it's not happening see i'm just gonna go with a hawk for my safeties my problem is is they're so small like you know what i'm gonna go with the bald eagle actually see that that's a better option there yeah i'm going with bald (laughs) eagle that and they look freaking awesome so i'm throwing it back to you what you got i don't have to worry about my running back so that means i should probably do a cornerback here might be sick with the bird theme going here no 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 we're gonna play we're, we're gonna pick a zone heavy animal this animal will not be able to play press 
They're, they're just not physical enough to play a press man. Okay. But this animal would dominate zone coverage. Okay. Give me a giraffe as my cornerback. A giraffe as your corner. Yeah, dude. Those bad boys are fast. And imagine, dude, their necks are so long. They could break. They're going to contest everything. They're, they're going to contest everything. I mean, unpopular cool pick, it. but it's just they they will contest everything and they're they're fast. No, yeah, you're totally right, but I um when it comes to animals that throw, okay, for me, um I think the number one thing that I think about is an animal that can throw poop and that's a chimpanzee. Oh. So I'm going to I'm going to pick that as my quarterback. This is where it gets like really interesting. That being said, I'm gonna look for a quarterback here that just has has a rocket arm. I'm going for the upside. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're going. We're taking a big s- swing here, but um, with, with with my cheetahs out here on the outside, we're gonna burn everybody. And give me that humpback whale back there at quarterback, baby. What? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. My gorillas are going to beat the crap out of your humpback whale after they demolish their the, – your, no, your Buddy, listen, l- listen to this. Listen to this, okay? So, suppose this humpback – he's not mobile. He's just a big, strong-armed quarterback. You're like, just thinking about the tail? Good... Just launching yeah. it with the tail? That's, what, like I'm, that's that. what I'm saying. He has this huge tail, dude. He, he, right when the ball snaps – my my cheetah is just going to outrun everybody. It's right as the ball stamps. Throw that shit deep. Oh, plug <laughs> your ears. Um, All right. Th- throw 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 it deep, and my cheetah is going to burn everybody. It's just that's an unbeatable offense. Um. Okay. Trying to think. Um. You know, uh, oh, okay. Here's what I'll do. Um, I'm going to go, since you went water, you know, for your quarterback, for my corners, um, I mean, we're going land, air, and sea with everything. everything and because we're just, of that, We're supposing you're putting a big tank on their head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be all right. Um, sharks, uh, what is it? The great white? That's That's my corners. <laughs> Because here's the thing, they sniff out stuff, man. They're quick. They can come at you and everything, man. I mean, you know, as far as your cheetahs go, I don't know necessarily how they'll compare. Um, I don't know. Let me look that up while you make your next pick. <laughs> See, this is where it gets interesting. I have the running back spot left. And... <sighs> I think with with the you know what no that nobody's tackling my running back. Oh man, I totally just missed on that. Give me an elephant. Can I can I change mine? <laughs> can I change mine really quick? What do you Great want yours cool. to be? As long as it's not an elephant. <laughs> I I want my i i want to go with the air aerial attack again red-tailed hawk is going to be it your cb yeah 
because okay. the thing is cheetahs can get up to 120 kilometers per hour while red-tailed hawks can get up to 195 that's pretty good whereas great white sharks they can only get up to 40 my thing too is like like birds they're not they're not like snappy and quick like that's yeah. the good thing about having like like they're fast but they're not agile and quick a cheetah is, what is so it? even if i'm even if i'm going to give you like a straight line like 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 uh like i'm gonna run fast you'll keep up with me but as soon as i make a cut gone anyways <laughs> my running back is gonna be a freaking elephant nobody's tackling my elephant i'm sorry he's just okay. gonna be derrick henry that's who it's gonna be <laughs> there you go which is um, gonna be sad because my running back and quarterback are both like towering over my offensive line but <laughs> so to finish things off i need a wide receiver okay and I mean, I've already basically covered, you know, um, I mean, all of the your typical choices, right? I mean, you could you could go with like a jaguar. I do think jaguars are pretty cool, but I'm gonna go with like, oh man. Again, the caveat is no birds at your because like that that's a caveat. You can't do birds at your wide receiver position. No, I I think these are gonna be. My next pick is going to be one of the coolest animals I've ever seen. And, um, you know, it's it's going to be a panther. I'm for that. Then That's just like, it's mean. It's like a tone setter almost. Dude, they're so cool looking too, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, dude, you see a black panther. I don't know. It's just, I mean, I know it's just a color of panther, but you see a black panther out there on the outside and anything, man. And I know like, you know, your corners are your giraffes, man. Like my panther is going to dominate your giraffes. So you're not yeah. getting any, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. He swings his neck around. It's a no fly zone here. I'm, I'm talking like interior passing, blah, 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 but it doesn't matter. Cause chimps can throw man. And dude, I, even if it's an interior passing, my, my lion swatting that down. I'm sorry, my defense is built to win championships here, okay? We're, well, we're the monsters of the midway. We're, we're the bears of old. You better hey, watch out, bud. Hey, no. Hey, no. All right. Well, let me recap that really quick. So my team, I have chimpanzees. Uh, I'm just going to say an antelope for the running back because they're pretty quick. Panther at wide receiver. And hippos at offensive line. Ben has humpback whale at quarterback. <laughs> An elephant at running back, a cheetah at wide receiver. Great pick, by the way. And then polar bears at your offensive line. For my defense, I have an orangutan at uh, linebacker. I have a bald eagle at safety, a red-tailed hawk at corner, and gorillas at my defensive line. He has a rhino at his defensive line, um, a giraffe at his corner spot, a shoebill bird at the safety spot, and then a lion at his linebacker spot. I think we did pretty well, actually. I think, I think that's so. actually think be fun. I think my offense beats yours, but uh, you know, I think that it's a pretty solid. You, you say that, but nobody's stopping the cheetah. That's great, but nobody. you have a humpback whale throwing at the ball, man. What are you talking about? You throw that bad boy on the on, on the on the tail, fling it deep every time. You just oh man. Well, my hawk's going to pick that off before the cheetah can even get to it. So it's all right. What are you talking about? Cheetah? No, no, that's just wrong. You put a slant. <laughs> you, you, you run straight. Okay. You're going to run straight. So you're going to pull, you're going to pull that safety in. 
You're going to pull that corner back in, and then you cut. Birds aren't agile. You take a nice, nice 45-degree cut. They are not. Stop. You put a little (laughs) juke move, a little stutter step on with a freaking cheetah, you're not beating that. I'm sorry. Oh, come on. Well, anyway. Thank you. Thank you for making it this far. Ryan, you can close this out. We want to say thank you for listening all the way through. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Pigskin Project. We have a lot scheduled for next week's show as well, including our off-season previews and much, much more. So make sure so you're subscribed or following us on all platforms. We'd also like to give a big thank you to Anchor.fm for helping us promote our podcast. Please leave a review down below as it helps us more than you know. And that's it for this week. So thanks again for tuning in to the Pigskin Project.